This is In the Know for Monday, September 19, the 262nd day of 2022. There are 103 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Look back on a big weekend. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. With my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. Did you know that you are a rarity? Well. You are a very unique individual in ways that you might not fully understand. Did hmm. you know that only 2%... Of people have green eyes. I didn't know that. Two percent of the world's population. It is the rarest color of mm-hmm. eyes, and two percent of the world's population have that uh, green have a, a green shade of eyes. And you are one of those people. Yes, I, d- I did know that. So it makes actually. you can it makes you even and yours change color depending upon what you're what you're yes. wearing. You know, mm-hmm. so it. Uh, and right they, now I'm wearing a little bit of everything. Even various shades of of green. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Mayfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, good. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm doing well. Good. I, you know, worried, worried about you. So just check and make sure you're, you're yeah, still no, okay. Was, I really was, had a chance to... It's a little bit of a stressful weekend in a lot of different ways. Catch up with good. you over the over over the last few minutes. So, uh, basically, just taking your temperature right now and see how you're doing. Um, we'll talk about the Queen in just a moment. Want to get the forecast out of the way? She's wrapped up in a blanket over there, yes. but it's going to be hot. Uh, summer is summer is not going quietly. It's going to be warm this week, especially on Wednesday, the final day of summer 2022, and then the first few days of fall look. More fall-like. We're going to see a chance of showers this morning, and we'll see a hot, humid end to the summer. Hot and humid tomorrow and Wednesday. Highs in the lower 90s, and then cool temperatures to start uh, fall on Friday. 72 for your first full day of fall. Uh, 72 will be the high. 74 is going to be the high on Thursday, so it could be. Uh, it's going to feel very nice for the Honey Fest. And then, uh, so today, a 4 in 10 chance of rain, a high of 88. We'll see mostly clear tonight, a low of 69, partly cloudy tomorrow, and a high of 92, and then just kind of step up from there. Expected to see uh, mid-90s on Wednesday. Well, the Queen has finally arrived at Windsor. After 10 days of an official mourning period, the funeral held earlier today, beginning in London at Westminster Hall, and then... Uh, the funeral in Westminster Abbey, and then the long procession from London Town to Windsor. So it's been an odd. So the you know Queen passed in Balmoral in Scotland, and then she was uh, she uh, laid there for a few days, and then she returned to London, where she was at Westminster Hall for four complete days. 
then the funeral held this morning, and then final um, to the final resting place in in Windsor in that same uh, cathedral. I don't guess you call it a cathedral, but in the in the in the same um, church there where other British monarchs are buried. You should actually be buried there in in the floor, you know, similar to how they do it in Rome in those catacombs. That she'll be she'll be uh, there where. Most more recently, you've seen Prince Philip's funeral, but you saw Meghan and Harry's uh, wedding was there at Windsor, and so that's where she's being returned to this morning. I really thought it was neat if you saw any of the imagery. Did you see the Royal Navy? Her Royal Navy was pulling that gun carriage that had the catafalque that took her from on the final parade around Buckingham Palace and then on the way finally to meet the hearse to go out to Windsor. But all these uh, sailors from her Royal Navy were uh, were pulling that gun carriage. We, know we didn't normally think of it being horse-drawn. But uh, it, they told a neat factoid this morning that I think somewhere around 1905 when they needed to have a state funeral, the it was so cold for what it, for so cold they had a reason uh, they had a problem with the horses pulling the carriage. What was that? That was uh, a cannon fire outside Windsor Castle for her arrival. Um, they they had such trouble getting the horses to team that day that members of the navy stepped in and and did the pulling and that's become tradition since then i thought that was kind of uh, hmm. thought that was kind of neat so anyway the 10 days uh coming to an end and so i guess the world will move on to something else the bidens were there they've been there in the last 24 hours there have been a lot of dignitaries from around the world that uh were there and so she makes her final uh, arrival there at windsor I'll just I'll, I'll say before moving on because we're gonna you know we're gonna be busy doing other things. This has had my attention. I mean, not consistently, but you know, off and on for a week and a half or so. I will tell you that the reign of Charles the Third, Charles the Third, yeah, mm-hmm. the the reign of Charles the Third needs to be short because if the reign of Charles the Third is very long, the monarchy will the monarchy will disappear. Uh, the quicker they can get to William then I think that you will. I can just tell that the world has not forgiven Charles for Diana. Like there's a, they were willing to follow the queen's guidance and just say, okay, whatever the queen says goes. And we respect the queen enough that what, you know, however she decides that this is going to be handled, this is going to be handled. But I can just tell you that Charles is still the person Charles was. And he's gonna, and now we're going to realize it more than ever, and so there's just going to be a clamoring among the uh, 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 among Europeans and Britons in particular, going, we need to move on to William because William is Diana, and so as much as loved as she was, they're going to want to just kind of be like, okay, let's just move on to the next generation, and William might save the monarchy long long term. I think. Um, too much of Charles is going to be hard for for Great Britain, and you've—I mean, even in just the last week and a half, you've seen some of these commonwealths around the world saying, "Yeah, I think we probably need to rethink, you know, who who is our head of government." So there will be big changes in the offing in the in the coming years. All right, let's come close to home. The biggest news of the day, as far as I'm concerned, is the Cougar Band. Uh, what the Grayson County High School Marching Cougar Band was able to do this weekend and traveling into Ohio to their uh, BOA show, was it Obitz, I think is uh, technically where it was, uh, 
outside of Columbus. Yeah. yeah so um, basically, in the in near the near Columbus, near Ohio State University, and uh, just so so impressed. Uh, last week when they won Grand Champions, I thought, well, that's a good way to get started. And I thought, well, maybe maybe competition wasn't all that tough. You know, you go from shows to shows, and some shows are, you know, really tough, and some shows are a little bit easier, and they go, and they win Grand Championship, and I think that's wonderful. The fact that they follow it up this week with a trip to a BOA show, and for them to be in the middle of such great competition – to be able to make finals is quite remarkable, and I am extremely impressed. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I mean, I've seen various, uh, all kinds of photographs from over the weekend that I have enjoyed so much. Uh, and just let me tell you, for those of you who don't travel in band circles and, and don't understand, listen, the bands that they were competing against are, you know, they got 160 members on the field and big, huge production and huge pits and all. And our band a little undersized this year um, by some standards, but it shows you the quality of the product that has been um, maintained and established and on display for the last few years at our high school that goes to show you we don't care how big your band is we'll go toe to toe with you from an artistic standpoint from a musicianship standpoint from a discipline standpoint and so i'm just extremely proud of what they did over the weekend and what they've done in their first two weeks mm-hmm. and so kudos uh, kudos to them look forward to uh, Aaron and or Ashley coming in in the next couple of weeks as we get ready for the Twin Lakes Marching Classic, which is October, it's mid-October, I think October 15th, whatever that Saturday is, and hearing more about the last couple of weeks and then the weeks that are ahead before we get to visit with them. So just uh, congratulations. You know, that some of that school news stuff we typically um, wait until like the end of the segment or later in the show to do, but as far as I'm concerned, it's the big news of the day. And... Um, Way to go to everyone involved, the support staff, the staff, the boosters, the the performers themselves, just uh, really, really impressed. Other headlines of the day, a Hardin County man has been killed in a motorcycle crash. Elizabethtown Police Department spokesperson Chris Denham said this happened uh, late last week, about 7 a.m. Officers responded to an accident near the intersection of Ring and St. John Road. The investigation showed a 39-year-old Giovanni Augusto of Radcliffe was driving north on Ring Road when a southbound transport bus turned left into a uh, business and into the path of Augusto, and he was killed in that collision. So very sad to hear about that traffic fatality. Officials are holding um, – oh, what else? To, oh, and yeah, I need to tell you about – this is one that if, you've, if you're old enough to remember, you definitely remember the particulars – of the Heath High School shooting. Michael Carneal, who is now 39, he was a 14-year-old student when he opened fire at the high school in West Paducah on the morning of December 1, 1997. He pled guilty and received a life sentence in 1998. In Kentucky, though a person sentenced to life in prison is eligible for parole after serving 25 years, he has served that, and he will be eligible for parole uh, Carneal shot and killed freshman Nicole Hadley, sophomore Casey Steger, and senior Jessica James. One of the five students injured in the shooting, uh, Missy Jenkins-Smith, 
who was 15 at the time, was paralyzed from the chest down. His parole hearing is today. So I would imagine they will take lots of things into consideration uh, in that hearing. And so, by the way, the parole hearings are open to the public and will be conducted over Zoom. I would imagine if you uh, research enough, you will probably be able to find that should you be interested. Well, I remember that. It's almost like it was yesterday. Uh, because we were we were part of an effort here locally uh, with Leo Mudd to raise money for Heath High School, and I had the um, I had the honor to carry that donation and and um, and go down and meet people at Heath High School and just trying to help them grieve, and it's an experience that I will uh, I will never forget. Hard to believe it's been twenty five years since that happened, and I would have never thought Michael Carneal would uh, be released, but I guess uh, depending upon what happens in that uh, parole hearing today, he could be. Officials are holding four virtual town halls this month in an effort to improve Kentucky's foster care system. A statement from the AOC says anyone interested in making the system better is encouraged to attend one of the regional meetings, which are being hosted by the Citizen Foster Care Review Boards. The first meeting on September uh, 19th, I guess that's today, will be held in Bullitt, Fayette, and Jefferson Counties. Meeting on September 21 will be held in Central Kentucky. And then September 27th, there's one. Uh, actually, September 30th will be one for Eastern Kentucky. The one for Western Kentucky is September 27th. If you have a vested interest in the foster care uh, program, then uh, you can you can participate in that as well. Speaking of regional meetings and those regional licensing centers, um, over the weekend I received my I'm actually a real ID holder. Now. Uh, yeah, I've had one for a couple months yeah. now. It's. Um, <laughs> I went and you know did the process, went through it, and then they sent it to me in the mail. And it only and took about a week for me to get it. Mine took a little longer than mail. There was a holiday mm-hmm. that mine was sandwiched around. See, so luckily, it took, I took a few extra I came days when they came as like a satellite office here locally. Gotcha. And maybe that helps because there was was you had to make the appointment, and they only had a certain amount of appointments. So maybe that helped that since it was a satellite office, that it got a little quicker. Yeah, I, I used the regional office in Bowling Green, and I made an appointment, but it was still. Um, well, I would if if that's make, not a madhouse, I would like to see what a madhouse looks like when they do it without appointment. Make sure if you go to that you do the research on knowing what to bring. What to bring? Because it's it's They're you got to bring a lot. Pretty particular. Uh, so yeah, some some specifics. But now it's kind of it's got that little star on there. I think well, fancy. Mm-hmm. And the best part, eight don't years. have to do that again for eight years. Mm-hmm. You know. I'll be almost 60 years old by the time I have to do that again. I'll, so. be, I'll be in my early 30s. <laughs> wow, hard to believe. The Kentucky Supreme Court has That's suspended an Eastern Kentucky prosecutor who promised to help a defendant in exchange for nude photographs. Ronnie Goldie is the Commonwealth's attorney for Bath, Menifee, Montgomery, and Rowan counties. Although the court temporarily suspended him, it said in its Friday order that only the General Assembly can remove Goldie from office through impeachment. The uh, reports are that Goldie exchanged 230 pages of Facebook messages with a female defendant. Goldie testified at a hearing uh, earlier this month that he didn't remember sending the messages, but did not deny having done so. Uh, all right. It seems a little... I might I might buy a message two or, or two. <laughs> or if you exchange lots of messages, you may not remember one in particular. 
230 pages is a lot. 230 pages. Now, I don't know the ratio of messages Does it per matter? page, but whatever the number is, multiple, even if it's one, that's, that's multiplied by 230. So I'm going with at least that's a ratio of, say, five. You know, I don't. So I'm going to go with. <clears throat> going to go with, I understand you're going to put forth a defense, but I don't know if that's the most solid defense that uh, you could offer. Churchill Downs has modified paths to the Kentucky Derby and Oaks, awarding points to the top five finishers and qualifying races and increasing significance for the Breeders' Cup Juvenile and late prep season events. The 149th Kentucky Derby and Oaks for Phillies will be held May 5 and 6, 2023. Derby qualifying season begins with Saturday's $300,000 Grade 3 Iroquois for two-year-olds at Churchill Downs. I guess that actually might have been this past weekend's um, because this story that I've got was uh, from from late Friday. So I guess they actually Derby qualifying season for next year actually Probably got underway. Breeders' Cup's coming up here soon. Breeders' Cup is in uh, November. Keeneland, too, right? Yeah, I think it is a Keeneland this year. So Saturday was a big day in Lexington. Uh, The Youngstown State Penguins rolled into town and were held scoreless. It was the first first shutout since 2009 for U.K. football. It was the first Kroger Field or Commonwealth Stadium shutout since 1997. And it was Heroes Day. It was a great lot of heroes. There was a flyover from Fort Campbell that was fun. I was at the game, and so uh, really it was hot, by the way, sunny and hot. The They did uh, all different types of heroes. You know, they did your military branches. They even did during one of the timeouts, they swore some new members into the ROTC, which was, you know, kind of like moving and, and hearing them make their pledge. But then, uh, you know, big highlight before the game was – uh, all the Stoops family, and then Mitch Barnhart was there to present Mark Stoops with the uh, uh, game ball to commemorate uh, passing, surpassing Bear Bryant for the all-time winningest coach in UK football. And then they turned around and threw a thirty-one to nothing shutout of Youngstown State. Uh, did you get to see the games, Sam? No. See, I got when I got home late Friday night, uh, I realized that my internet is gone. So I've had no internet the entire weekend, and I obviously stream all my games. Ooh, yeah. Oh, dear. Ooh. Yeah, so I had to, because I knew my, my hotspot that I have, I had to make the choice of, do I want to watch Kentucky or do I want to watch the Bengals? And I made the choice of the Bengals, which I probably would make. You chose poorly. <laughs> no, I, I would have. I, looking back, I still would have made that choice. Every, I mean. Okay. Almost regardless of opponents. But um, so, no, I did not get to watch. I, I got to listen to it. I flipped it on. Have you ever listened to, to K105, the radio station? Oh, uh, yeah, 100 million times. Uh, so I flipped it on that and listened, listened to it. So I got to hear Tom Leach, and that was good. So, to be clear, I was at the game, but still mm-hmm. listening to K105. You were listening to it? Yes. On delay? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I find I it to be just as entertaining because I get information that. that I didn't catch uh-huh. real time, and so I go, "Oh, okay, that's what happened on that." So, yeah, I was listening on the stream at the at the game. Uh, I was one of the most informed people around. So, um, I'm surprised you were actually able to do that. Last time I was at uh, Kroger Field, they made enhancements. I could, Thank there you. was nothing I could do. <laughs> Thank you, Five GE, uh, and uh, Cats move up to number eight. They'll play Northern Illinois on Saturday night. At Kroger Field, Northern Illinois. They didn't beat Vandy, but they were in it for a long time, right? Yeah, they were favored to beat Vandy. Did, but they did not. No, the their Commodores quarterback won. got hurt late. 
Gotcha. The Kentucky did notify NCAA of some violations for unperformed work. So we're finally understanding a little bit more about the Jordan Wright and Chris Rodriguez situation, even though they're not being named. Even, uh, you know, even I can line up the particulars on this uh, self-reporting that's going on to the NCAA. It involves UK hospital. And it involves part-time work that they were clocking in to do but were not doing. But I think part of their defense was they were to be there. So what they do is they hire these athletes with you know, who are strong and capable of helping move people around, whether it's get them in and out of chairs, get them loaded in vehicles. I mean, honey, you, the, no football players have helped you, but you've had staff help you at that facility. Yeah, push and, you from one room to the next. That, that's right. those that, beds are. That's right. So they, they hire those guys and gals to do that, that are strong. Well, <laughs> but if there's nothing for them to do, do they still clock in and get paid even though they're not there? And so... They kind of got to looking at that and went, hey, this is probably not the way this is supposed to work. So they reported it to the NCAA, and basically the penalty is going to be four games. Three. Because his first game was... For the DUI. Correct. Gotcha. So he only so, gets a three-game suspension for this. So he'll be back in week uh, in week five. So anyway, we're le- kind of putting the pieces together on what the delay has been for uh, Chris Rodriguez returning to the lineup. Uh, the Florida State Seminoles rallied to defeat Louisville Friday night, 35 to. 31. Uh, UofL played uh, pretty well for a while. High school action. Cougars uh, held scoreless in uh, Graves County. A trip to Mayfield. Sam, other than the other than the shutout and the loss, did you you all at least had a s- safe trip to? We did. Uh, Graves and County. We actually took the time to drive drive down into downtown Mayfield. Saw some of the photographs. Uh, and I have that video that I pulled in. We can just play it really quick just because I know that you're wanting to go to break. But as we're talking, we can play it because it's really it's hard. So you go over the hill. And everything was normal until you hit the crest of the hill, and it, it's it's hard to even expect. That's their courthouse. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and they were just they were tearing it down. Uh, we didn't get to see them actually tearing it down, but they had begun the process earlier that day. It's hard to even like put into words what downtown Mayfield looks like. I mean, it's it's flat. Like there's nothing. Sure. Like that. That's that's there were buildings just there. Flattened. It's 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 really sad. Um, just because there's really nice people and everything down there, but it it really puts things into perspective. You know. Thanks for telling the elders and Jim Moore hello for us. We didn't get to see him, but uh, we, no, they we, knew, just, they we just yelled on the yeah, courthouse that's, square. That's right. You just <laughs> yelled it as you drove through town. Uh-huh. I appreciate that. Uh, the Cowboys um, defeated the Bengals in Arlington 20-17 to yesterday. Um, Bengals 0-2, unhappy about that, Sam? Or is there, uh, is there a plausible reason for that? Uh, Are you okay? Are you on the ledge yet? Uh well, it's been a wild couple of weeks for Bengals. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, and that's the thing that I say. I mean, they're a long snapper away from being one and one. So, I mean, it's you, you read into it what you want. Um, that's football. And Chris Buescher won the uh, NASCAR's got problems with their car of tomorrow when it comes to uh, Bristol's rough night. But uh, Chris Buescher went on to win. Kevin Harvick got locked out of the uh, out of the playoffs. So there you go. Big weekend in sports. Hopefully you're all caught up. You got plenty more on the way. Hang around. You're on in the know. Today is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Seems to roll around rather quickly on the calendar. I don't know why. Uh, it is Butterscotch Pudding Day today. And it is Paw Paw Day today. 
not not like your papaw pawpaw, like you know, picking up pawpaws, put them in the basket. They're like a mango type of uh, yes. citrus fruit. I don't encounter them. I don't see pawpaws at the store very much. I mean, I see a bunch I'm of papaws. I don't see of... many pawpaws. It's put it in your pocket, right? Picking up yeah, basket, there. pocket, whatever. It's uh, I don't even. I used to know that. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we learned that song from Barney, or I don't know where we learned that song, but nonetheless. Now, can I? I need to circle back to butterscotch for a moment. I don't particularly like butterscotch. Not my favorite. The uh, I used to get butterscotch candy from my grandparents, mm-hmm. and that was okay. It was better than those Brock's Red Hot Cinnamon things that they would give you and be like, "Whoa!" When I was a kid, those would set me on fire. No, see, I'd prefer the cinnamon things. They were just too Eat. much. They just—I mean, as an adult, I can handle them. But those those Brock's round, just mm-hmm. the red cinnamon, boy, they would light me up. So butterscotch would be like, okay, I'll take those. But have you ever seen someone do the butterscotch? So they're peanut butter balls, but they're dipped in butterscotch instead. I don't even think I've seen that. So yeah, you call, peanut. You're meaning the peanut butter with the chocolate wrapped around it. Okay. Yes, like so Buckeyes, Buckeyes. What some people yeah, will yeah. call Buckeyes. See, we call those Buckeyes. So, but you will see they will uh, take the peanut butter. See, that's, that's no. That is so disgusting. I mean, that's I don't know if disgusting is the right word, but but no. Or as some little girl I would know would say, busgusting. Busgusting. <laughs> that's busgusting. Um, it's something. That is like ruining peanut butter. Yes. So that's my point, though, is that I have Ugh. I have in my lifetime run into where someone will think they were going to be sharp. And they will take, instead of making Buckeyes and dipping them in chocolate, they would dip them in butterscotch. But it, it the color isn't a dead giveaway on that it is butterscotch. You see, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a goldish so, color. Yeah, you think, well, it could be peanut butter dipped in peanut butter or mm-hmm. could be Nutella or it could be. And then you go in there and get in one and you go, oh, man, that's butterscotch. Mm-hmm. And it just like is rude. So. Or. When someone, like, there's a pie presented, and it has calf slobbers all over it, and it hasn't been cut yet. It has what? And then <laughs> it's meringue. Calf slobbers. Calf slobbers. Meringue. Dairy farmer's daughter. Calf slobbers. Anyway, meringue and then you cut like it, slobber. like, because you're excited, you're thinking it's going to be chocolate pie or something, and it's butterscotch pie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't need it at that point. I'm, I'm just, just like, wondering, oh. does anyone voluntarily make butterscotch? Like, is that their lead? Or is that what's left over in the pantry? They went, oh. I have I an aunt to- who deliberately makes butterscotch pies. I've never even heard of butterscotch pie. Yep. But is this the aunt, though, that would do it deliberately just to mess with everyone? No, I think she really likes them. Okay. All right. Yeah. Very good. Good for her. All right. Yeah. The first day of fall is coming up on Thursday. The autumnal equinox is rolling into the area. This year it happens uh, Thursday at, so it's actually Thursday evening at 8.03 p.m. Central Time. So fall actually not here until Thursday night, but the last full day of summer will be Wednesday. So that's, uh, and then this question is, how to make the most out of the 2022 fall equinox. You can tell by this first tip that people don't live in our area because it says, get out your winter clothes and put away your summer wardrobe. Listen, 
you might go ahead and get a jump start on getting your <laughs> like your sleeves out because there might be a cool night here or there. But we can have warm, I mean, into the month of October, we can have some really warm temperatures. So I don't know that I would be getting the winter clothes out just yet. You might get out, you know, some layers or some jackets or something. I've been waiting for the first football game. I have a longer sleeve, like K105 quarter zip. I think you probably have one too. And it's, I've been waiting for the first football game to wear that. And I haven't had an opportunity to even come close to that. Okay. So your first one, will you do that with shorts? Like, are you, no, probably do you really? ease into it? So, no. okay. All right. Gotcha. They haven't even worn shorts the past couple of games. Cause I mean, by the time we're done, I mean, we get out of the press box at 10 or 10 30 at night and it, it's sometimes a little, a little chilly or, gotcha. or like when we got back from Mayfield at 1230 here. And then the other thing they offer is make a vision board to force yourself to be positive. All right. I'm fine that's with what, vision boards. But. That's what uh, all the signs in Clarkson now say. They're all B something. Well, be I really positive, like be... what Cousin Rachel does with her kids. Mm-hmm. She does mm-hmm. the fall chalkboard of things they're going to do, All like Jackson's do. Orchard, Car Pumpkins. Yeah. Caramel and... apples. Yeah. I really, I think that's a sweet idea. Bobbing. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Frida Lay is introducing three new flavors for fall. The uh, the snack brand is celebrating with the, the three new flavors alongside the return of Frito's Barbecue. So Frito's Barbecue is coming back. But then the new flavors, uh, new Cheetos Bolitas. Bolitas? Bolitas? It's not bolitas. a double L. It's no, what? it's Bolitas. Bolitas. Because a double L would be the yuh yeah sound, right? Correct. So this yeah. is Bolitas. The new Sun Chip Black Bean. Ooh, Black Bean Sun Chips. Those would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to be better than the like Garden Salsa or whatever they garden are. Garden Salsa is a responsible choice. I don't mind it too much. Responsible. What's your definition of that? That is the, instead of the, having Lay's or Doritos or something. Oh, you know, they're what's lighter the one that I like? I would rather have no chips the than garden salsa, sun chips. Uh, garden salsa to me is is okay, yeah. but this would be really good. So what's the black bean? Um, the Tostitos, isn't it? Tostitos, the black, the black beans, black bean. tortilla oh, chips. Yes, those I'd forgotten good. about those. I uh-huh. need some of those. I remember. I think you had talked about it one day on the show, and I went and got some, and they were pretty good. Solid. And the popcorner things. I think my parents eat those a lot. New popcorner cinnamon crunch. No, I kind of. I'm kind of out on cinnamon crunch. Or well, the ones that they got, I think, or... are just plain. <clears throat> like, gotcha. I think they're just basic popcorn. And then the Fritos barbecue is is uh, back if you're interested. Hostess is launching a new creepy caramel ding-dong as part of their Halloween-inspired snack lineup. Honey, uh, Hostess creepy caramel ding-dongs. Okay, but they still have the white center? Well, yes, because it's not a ding-dong without the without I just the thought center. maybe they were going to flavor the center. I'm out. Yeah, it looks like the... I mean, it's it's not a ding-dong I don't without do, it. I don't do white cream filling. Yeah, um, Hostess Spooky Twinkies. Pookie. Pookie Twinkies and Scary Cakes. The Scary Cakes look like they could be key lime on top. I would oh. be down for that if they were. but Isn't that orange? They're probably not. The Scary Cakes? Mm, I don't think that's orange. Honey, it's not green. It, I mean, I'm not great at I thought it was like a lime, lime or yellow kind of. I don't know. There's something about that that looks... Orange. That looks yellow, but that might be. I mean, orange is. It looks like butterscotch. Ooh, move on. (laughs) White Castle is shrinking its hamburgers down to pizza roll size. White Castle has long been at the forefront of putting fast food into grocers' freezer sections. 
and so they are they are looking to break new ground and call them castle bikes. See, I saw this last week, but I thought it was fake. But now that I know that it's real, it's... you thought it was such a preposterous idea. It <laughs> well, couldn't be no, real. No, I don't know if preposterous. I think it's a genius idea when you think about it. Kind of one of those things. How has it taken this long to where I thought it was fake? Because it's a pizza roll. It's a White Castle. I mean, what's not to like about it? I mean, it'll kill you later. I but... can't tell you. I can't tell you that I I don't ever or I have never eaten pizza rolls. You've never but, had pizza rolls? No, no. I said I can't tell you I never have, but they are not my go. If you want to put a snack in do, the do, freezer do you have, and you don't have to worry about me eating it, make it pizza rolls. Do you have an air fryer? Well, Throw your pizza rolls in the air fryer. So the thing I They're done like, in like five minutes. I like pizza rolls, but I tend to bite the ends off, leave the ends, and only eat, like, basically suck the middle out of them. Mm, okay. All right. Well, I just... I know. Weird, right? I, well, I just... I don't know. It just feels like a waste of good pizza opportunities. Like, there's pizza. Why would you need a pizza... Why would you need a pizza roll? Because they're bite-sized. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. Wow. I think that's a, that maybe just kind of a generational difference. There's just nothing about pizza rolls that that, was bl- always, that blow my skirt up. It's especially like, when you forget it. at the convenience store and on campus in college... You'd had your meal plan dollars and all of that. That'd be one of the treats that you could get, either that or bagel bites. All right. Here, I do like bagel bites. Here's kind of where we can settle. Here's where we might be able to settle the reason that you like pizza rolls and I don't. Let's 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 reframe the question slightly. How many Lunchables have you eaten in your lifetime? Not, I mean, not a ton. Right. Just give a rough oh, number. Gosh, I wouldn't even know where to. I mean, that wasn't something my mom would ever buy. Yes, was but, Lunchables. But you've eaten a Lunchable. Oh well, yeah. I mean, is there somebody who has not eaten a Lunchable? Yes, me. You've never I've eaten n- a Lunchable. Never eaten a Lunchable. So, How? Because I'm an old man. I grew up in a time where you you put a piece of bologna between two slices of bread and you called it a meal. That's just but the with way the Capri it went. Sun in there and the no. little Oreo cookie. No, I never had a Capri Sun. Are you kidding me? You've never had a Capri Sun. Milk. Oh, yeah, I had one okay. like I bummed from Taylor. But I was a father before I had a Capri Sun. So it's, they didn't have they didn't have such fancy conveniences. Did when they even have sliced bread when you were a kid? They had just invented it the year before I started school. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got today's water cooler question coming up here on In the Know. Did you know? My apologies to the many, many people who know this obviously. <laughs> But did you know that bees actually have knees? You know, you hear people mm-hmm. say, oh, it's the bees' knees. Mm-hmm. The bees actually do have knees. So I thought right here at the well, beginning of Honey Fest I was week. say you had to make that your fact this week, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's just a, a, appropriate. So, but they Is have this week all bee facts? These hair, well, I don't know about that yet. I don't want to ruin the surprise. I can supply you uh, with some. Uh, yeah, did you take a picture of the poster board before it was submitted for entry? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, yeah, they have like... That's where they store a bunch of pollen is in mm-hmm. they like they it's like hairy knees, but it's like these hairs or these little is what holds mm-hmm. on to the pollen that they use. And so I just I thought that was interesting. 
I am very familiar with the bee anatomy. I did think it was funny. Um, so uh, Alea's poster contest. So she entered did she it. Win? I asked her. We don't we, know we, yet. We, we, we won't know. It did get hung up. Mm-hmm. So that's good. No, I was just... teasing with her. She said, it did get hung up. I said, do you think they hang them all up? And she said, well, yeah. I said, the bad ones, you don't think they accidentally like throw them in the garbage and say, oops, we lost it. Now, do is this open like on Saturday for people to, to walk through and, and see? Or is it just something for the, for the kids no, in the school? Remains to be seen. I'm not sure. Um, but I did like this. She said, we had to put our names on the back of them. And I thought. <laughs> I'll tell you why that is when you're older, <laughs> you know, and like she just couldn't figure out why you would put your name on the back of it mm-hmm. instead of putting it on the on the front. And so, well, like, and given the way that we did the poster, it's <laughs> her pretty name interesting. Is on, her name is on the front of it because yeah, she's, like she's in the photographs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weekend box. Oh, I guess I better give you today's water cooler question. We better do that. Uh, we'll have a couple more weeks of water cooler questions for sure. Uh, heading into uh, fall break because, you know, like Holiday World is open until Halloween weekend. So we will maintain the daily giveaways for that. Plus, uh, we do have Wendy's breakfast. Did you all win Wendy's breakfast for a year uh, I've yet? got to play today. Did no. You, did I, you play I, yet, I, it, it, it was not working for me, and I got frustrated, so I gave up. Well, yeah, because you don't have it. any Internet at home. Yes. Uh, yes, Wendy's, yes, Wendy's you're, breakfastmatchinggame.com, Wendy's breakfastmatchinggame.com. You may win breakfast for a year. I, I had to read like a, me. I had to read a book on Saturday night instead of watching college football. That's how wow. rough of a night, you know. I was, I mean, first world problems to the core, but huh. I haven't read a book in forever. <laughs> what are you reading? Uh, it's uh, Alan Cutler's book. <laughs> I was going to say, well, my, my Life in Football yeah. by, you know, whatever. No, Alan Cutler. All right, here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win by texting your answer to 270-259-6000. Give you your choice of theme park tickets. Um, are we down to one? Is Holiday World the only one that's still open? I think Kentucky you know? Kingdom is. I don't know. I mean, are so, Kentucky Kingdom and Beach Bend still open? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Uh, according to a and uh, breakfast at Wendy's, according to a survey, twenty in one hundred of us use an actual alarm clock to wake up. Three in one hundred of us use this instead. Twenty in one hundred people use an actual alarm clock. Three in one hundred of us use this instead. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Text your answer. Yep, three in one hundred. Kentucky Kingdom is still open. Good. All right. So that's an option for you. Three in 100 people do this, use this to wake up. At the weekend box office, the woman king reigns over a slow weekend. $19 million for the woman king. Barbarian at two. Pearl at three. See how they run at four. Bullet train at five. Top Gun Maverick still in the top ten at six. DC League of Super Pets, the invitation, Minions, and Moonage Daydream. That's how it went at the box office. Naming those movies off kind of sound like calling a horse race. And it's Barbarian on the outside. Karate Kid, new movie franchise is, uh, new movie in the franchise is coming in 2024 with Cobra Kai seemingly being a hit. Sony's Columbia Pictures Division revealed Friday that it has scheduled a new Karate Kid movie to hit theaters June 7, 2024. So don't get don't don't think that it's going to be next year. Little is known about the production, but it is simply described as the return of the original Karate Kid franchise. 
So is Jaden Smith old enough to have a son? You know, basically this movie he's, has this younger than me. spanned enough time. Jaden Smith is. Oh, yeah. He's, what, 21, 22? I don't think he's. So, but how long ago, like, the Karate Kid movie is. Okay, he's, 20, he'll, he's 24, so he's a year younger than me. So he's a, how old was he, pl- how old was he when he played the Karate Kid, though? I'll have to see what year that movie, that, year came, that movie came out in 2010, so he would have been 12. Wow, so it's 12 years ago, so, okay, yeah, so it won't quite work. If they waited another few years, though. But in 2024, he'd be 26. Generationally, so, so be too pretty much too young to have a 12-year-old that could play that could play that role but yeah so we're gonna get this is like a star is born we're gonna get it's evenly spaced out enough to where they can do different uh different versions jennifer coolidge's white lotus spray tan landed her in the er you say who is jennifer coolidge well you know her best as stifler's mom uh most of you do but she played the character she by the way is in season two of the white lotus She's the only one. Steve Zahn's not back, is, is it? No. Back? Is it uh, back on already? It will be. No, it's not back on yet. Oh, but okay. there is a season two of White Lotus, but it's at a different resort, and everyone in the cast is different, except what they did was they just kind of made it where she happens to be there on a vacation as well. And so the season, so it's like she's the furniture. I can't mm-hmm. wait. No, so I think that would be pretty pretty neat. They filmed the last one in Hawaii, but she said, I didn't want to look like a big white marshmallow on the beach in Hawaii, so I got a spray tan. I got on the plane, and I started to feel really weird. By the time I got off the flight, I had to go to the emergency room. Wow. Some kind of reaction to uh, the spray tan that uh, she had. Jennifer Coolidge is, is her name. Tom Brady apparently is getting every Wednesday off for personal time during the 2022 that's, season. That's not uncommon. They There's get a, a lot of veteran days off. Big fight yesterday. Of course, they all already have Mondays off. Well. Don't they? Not real. I mean, they they don't practice. They do film study Film on study and, and meetings. And, um, I did see one Landon Young on the uh, special he, teams unit he, yesterday. He wasn't in the fight, though. I can't imagine. He was not in the, he was not in the fight. Uh, yeah, Brady gets Wednesdays off to try and... I just save, you know, save steps on an aging body. And then I saw this, too. I don't really have any of the particulars, but Post Malone had a serious fall on stage and had to go to the hospital as well. So he's just uh, up performing and had some type of uh, had some type of serious fall and injured himself. Think he's going to be okay, but uh, don't know a lot about Post Malone, but don't want to hear about anybody uh, getting hurt and having to go to uh, having to go to the hospital. So. There you go. All right. We'll see if we have a winner in the water cooler question. And then we'll have a point to ponder Pearl of Wisdom and more coming up here on In the Note. MB's point to ponder for today. I may be giving away a really good idea here, but I'm going to do it anyway. So Google Street View. And we had the Google car went through Litchfield not too long ago. Followed me home. That's right. Yeah, they were tracking (laughs) you down. Why doesn't Google Street View, why doesn't Google just pay to put cameras on garbage trucks? And then they would get updated Google Street View every week. You would. No, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, garbage trucks are going going there anyway. So why not just slap a camera on the hood of the garbage truck? And it it seems to make sense to me. Or mail carriers. Sure, but I just, yeah, 
is there's the less starting and stopping or the maybe it's the backing up maybe when they back up on the street view mm-hmm. but if you go backward you know if you click on street mm-hmm. view it takes you backward so maybe they need backward movement as well i, I don't know well i like it the street view for our building is clearly they did it as they came down the hill and up the hill because there's a moment that depending on how you click on there my car is there and my car is gone so ah, it disappears and it, it's been a couple of years since it's happened though huh. okay there a reason you've needed street view for our building? I was more just sure I, how to get I, here. Yeah, no, I, it's, you Sam, know, is, did you just I, reveal you don't have enough to do? Yeah. <laughs> this is when you don't have Wi-Fi at home. You gotta find yeah. ways to yeah I entertain yourself because you can't watch any television or anything. <laughs> Today's water cooler question was: According to a survey, fewer than twenty percent of us use an actual alarm clock to wake us up, but three percent of people admit. To using this instead, Coffee and it maker? is their pet. Oh, I had that. Uh, I had me that. too. I had their that, yeah. pet was the correct answer. Three percent of people use. I had that. No correct. No correct guesses. I have a really good friend who today. can use her internal clock. She can go to bed saying to herself, "I need to be up at whatever time," and she wakes up at that time. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I hear of people like that, but it makes me wonder if they're actually resting. You know, if you just mm-hmm. if you if you open know. your mm-hmm. eye every fifteen minutes to see what time it is, then I don't think she did that, but maybe The Voice season twenty two premiere on NBC tonight, and it's the season twenty premiere on CBS of NCIS. So television is uh, returning. First and run television. We returning. have our final time on the pitch this year. Lady Cougar soccer taking on Butler County. Butler County comes to Grayson County High School. Yeah, so it's final time on the pitch this year. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1995, the New York Times and the Washington Post published the Manifesto of the Unabomber. President George Washington gave his farewell address, uh, or his farewell address was published this date in 1796. A year ago today, the uh, streaming services pulled off three big victories at the Emmys. The Crown won Best Drama. Ted Lasso won for Apple TV, from Apple TV Plus. And The Queen's Gambit, also on uh, uh, Netflix, won Best Limited Series. Birthdays today. David McCallum is 89 today. So older folks will know him from The Man from Uncle. But you know him best as Ducky on NCIS. Oh, I love Ducky. He is 89 today. Bill Medley is 82. Joan London is 72. Lita Ford is 64. Sherry O'Terry is 60. Trisha Yearwood is 58. Soledad O'Brien is 56. Jimmy Fallon is 48 today. Gone but not forgotten, Duke Snyder, born in 1926. Adam West in 1928. I guess he was the original Batman. Mm-hmm. Brian Epstein, born in 1934. He was the uh, manager for the Beatles. Mama Cass Elliot was born in 1941. Chart toppers. Les Paul and Mary Ford, number one in 1953. With Vaya Condillas. Now the time has come to My darling. the time. KTEL presents the greatest hits of the 50s. Everybody fully awake now? Mm All right, let's jump forward to. 1960, I can't remember what, 1960, 1962. 
So I will never, ever hear this song and not think of Ken Roberts. So this is Ken Roberts sign-off music. Book T and the MGs. It's a good song. It's a good song. Um, so mine was uh, Money for Nothing, Dire Straits. And this was his sign-off song. Still miss him all the time. Just a nice little, you could talk over it. You know, you could you'd say his say his sayonara. At Revolution, I, at, at Western, I would always have to, closing time by Semisonic. Well, two. <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. Even say, though we weren't closing. You don't, you don't have to go home. But, yeah. I am. Maggie May, 1971. I think I got to say to you. It's late September and I really should be back at school. Love that song. Part of your jokes. Let's go. 1980. Diana Ross, number one with Upside Down. Sam, the big fluffy caps, the big fluffy hats mm-hmm. that the British guard wears, those aren't beef eaters, right? Beef eater is something else. I know I'm part of the, I've been trying to, the, you know, the guys that wear the chin straps or, like, or the straps up there on their chin and have the big black they're fur. Like, they're like marching band hats. Almost. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like they're the ones, you know, they do the changing of the guard outside Buckingham Palace, but those aren't beef eaters. Like beef eater is another, a, another famous uh, uh, uniform in military service in England. Let's go to 19... Yeah, no, uh, beef Eaters have the short hats. 89. Beef Eaters have the short hats. Warrant number one. With heaven. <laughs> Let's keep moving. Let's go to 1998. And Aerosmith was number one. There's a moment I treasure. Remember that time when uh, Bruce Willis almost killed Ben Affleck? <laughs> Timbaland, Carrie Hilson, The Way I Are. Number one in 07. Is that 15 years ago today? And in six years ago today, 2016. The Chainsmokers and Halsey, number one, with Closer. Amazing how much music videos have changed. Mm-hmm. They are uh, quite the evolution. NBC Pro of Wisdom for today. Strive not to be a success, but rather to be a value. 
Strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.